Hi, it's Brittany. Hi, it's Megan. And you're listening to True Colors. I still fall from my face sometimes And I can't color inside the lines Cause I'm perfectly incomplete I'm still working on my masterpiece And I Great way to start off season two. Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm so happy we're back. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy we're back. It's been a minute. But I mean, I just feel like, like with work and, you know, the things we're doing, mm-hmm. we need it. We need this break every week just as much as everyone listening does. Very true. So I'm just so happy we're back. <laughs> we were just talking about how much we, like, needed to come back. Mm-hmm. The last, what, two weeks? We were like, <laughs> well, I could tell that we were getting a little stir crazy though, because we like I feel like every day we would text each other at work and be like, "I have a great idea for the podcast," but we weren't actually doing it because we were just so busy. And, yeah. But I think we both realized this is something we like making time for. Yeah. Uh, so we're happy to be back on a regular schedule with it, mm-hmm. and every week, and giving some new stuff this season, right? Yep. I'm really excited because like. Megan, what is our topic this week? It was actually one of the ones you really wanted to do. I really did. Um, I forgot. What's the title that you wanted to use for it, though? Five years. Five years. Because okay. you know the song Seven Years. We're gonna yeah. just, we're gonna play it off as five years. So the five year idea kind of came from both of us actually because mm-hmm. we were talking about how frustrating it is, especially at our age, twenty seven, twenty eight years old. Um, I'm still twenty seven for I another know. week. Okay, for <laughs> another week. Okay, <laughs> so twenty seven <laughs> years old. Um, you know, I feel like at this age, not even just at this age, I think any age you're at, honestly, mm-hmm. you're always feeling like you're behind someone else's clock, and you're just like, oh, I have to be on. The timeline, you know, if I see people getting married on Facebook or if I see them having kids or whatever, I you feel like you're behind in life or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so the five years that we're actually focusing on is instead of looking to where we want to be five years from now, I mean, we'll do that as well, but we want to look back at where we were five years ago mm-hmm. to see how far we've come instead of how far we still have to go. That's a good way of spinning it. Yeah. I think it, like, hits me different, like, I mean, for me this year, because we're so close to my birthday, I'm about to turn uh, 28. <laughs> um, <laughs> 19. <laughs> you know, if it's not how you look at it. But, like, I I get this question a lot, like, where were you five, so many years ago? And it kind of, like, puts you in perspective. Like, five years ago, what a difference it was. And, you know, you have to sit there and really question where you were those five years ago. Well, and another thing too, with you just bringing up your, your 28 year old hood or whatever, I, you know, I recently actually, um, am starting a friendship back up with one of my exes. We're getting, you know, back into our, a friend like state and, um, he's turning 30 this year, uh, in a month. And he keeps talking about how much he's dreading it. And I keep telling him, I'm like the thirties, those are exciting to look forward to, Yeah, you know, in your 20s, you're still kind of trying to figure out what you want, who you are, mm-hmm. um, what you want to be doing every day for the rest of your life. Yep. Um, and, like, so that's kind of more scary because there's a lot more unknown. But I think in your 30s, you're kind of – you're set. You know what you believe. You know what you um, are passionate about. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not in the career yet, you at least know where you're headed yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, I get it. 
like direction, I mm-hmm. guess. Okay. I was like, I'm, I'm making sense, right? <laughs> I mean, it's the first episode of the season, you know. We're allowed <laughs> to like fumble a little bit. Yeah. But that's what everybody loves. They like that it's, you know, we're we're normal people. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, you mess up. I'm entitled to mess up once or twice. <laughs> right. But speaking of last season, before we get into season two, yes. we both are very thankful for the last couple of weeks. You know, we all got very into it. Um, we were excited about all the outpouring support yeah. for season one. And, you know, we're going to take what we learned from season one, apply it to this season, and, you know, whole still going to be our true colors with this. Well, we do have... Should we give the announcements now for seasons two? I think we should. Okay, so here's what you guys have to look forward to that you did not get to have last season. We are going to be having an official True Colors TikTok page. (laughs) Just because we're both in the phase of loving TikTok, we are going to be bringing a beautiful True Colors TikTok. Yeah, I'm very excited about that part. (laughs) I'm going to get this one to dance so much. She's going to try. <laughs> um, we are also announcing a True Colors YouTube channel. Um, so you guys are going to be seeing a lot more of our faces. Hopefully that's okay with everyone. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, so the YouTube channel, we actually want to apply a lot of those videos to us checking off bucket list things. Mm-hmm. So we did uh, actually wanted to start it out with a trip to Seattle, Seattle, Washington. We wanted to go to Leavenworth, Washington, which is basically like a real life Christmas town. Mm-hmm. We wanted to go to Forks, Washington. Oh, Brittany. <laughs> that's all I wanted to do in Seattle because <laughs> um, she's obsessed with Twilight. <laughs> you can say what you want to say. I'm not obsessed. I just love, love, love those books. And I'm, obs- yeah, okay, I'm yeah, sort of obsessed. I was really excited for this trip. It was going to be a week after my birthday. It was going to be kind of like a Brady and Megan and Jackie trip. But yeah, my little sister was going to be joining us, who you guys haven't met yet, but we're going to bring her on the podcast soon. Yeah. But yeah, we were just really excited um, to start our YouTube channel, kind of kicked off with the trip. But I'm sure we will find something here because Washington needs to take a step back and reevaluate itself again and uh, basically lock down. <laughs> um, right. So, which I think we all are dreading kind of dreading right now um but anyway focusing on the positives so those are all the good things we have to look forward to Mm -hmm. for season two Mm -hmm. um we are taking name suggestions for the bucket list Mm -hmm. um vlog um we're still fumbling with it we're still trying to find what fits our brand Well, because we don't want to we don't want to call it the bucket list because one there's a movie called the bucket list super depressing i don't know if you guys have seen it um but I don't know. I just feel like that's so, like, cavalier like, yeah. to use. No, so, I get it. Um, we're still working on names yep. for it, but it's still, it's, it'll it's be It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's on its way. <laughs> we also are having um, one of my dearest friends going to help us with all our social media. Um, Vanessa is going to be taking the reins and making it just that much better. We'll give them like a little background on Vanessa's oh, expertise yes. with this. Oh, um, yes. Vanessa is and an why we picked her. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we picked Vanessa because Vanessa is an expert on social media. Like she is actually right now in an internship where she does a lot of testing um, for social medias as well as marketing for makeup brands. Um, she's really amazing at designs like um at the end, I'll shout out the actual 
Instagram that she has, but you should definitely take a look at her because she is doing such an amazing job. And I think that actually segues into a little bit of what another thing we want to be doing season two is we really want to be promoting the small businesses out there. The small, um, I guess we called it boss babes at first, but we also realized that there's some males out there that are doing a great job at running their own little businesses. So we really want to support that um, and we will be shouting them out on the podcast. So if you're one of those, you know, send us a message on Instagram um, or if you have either of us on personal accounts. Mm Send us a message and we'll make sure to talk you guys up because our world needs a little bit more support everywhere, to be honest. <laughs> Especially with Christmas coming around the Oh, corner. yes, absolutely. Which leans us into our five years. So let's talk first. Where were you five years ago? Uh, where I'm trying was to think. It? You were 2015. I was actually yeah. starting out at Disney. 2015 Aww. was my first year. I actually celebrated five years in... March. Yeah, March 13th was my five years with Disney. So I actually, five years ago, was... the stay-at-home orders? That was your five years? Yep. Literally the day we started the stay-at-homes, I was celebrating my five years in my room with my (laughs) Twilight books. Um, But yeah, five years ago, I was starting on Disney um, in March. Uh, I also had ended a five-year relationship and kind of was trying to find my new stuff. That's right. Yep. A lot of things happened five years ago, and I actually met my current boyfriend five years ago. But you know, slash future fiance. Let's let's fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, five years ago I was kind of finding my way. I was going to a new school. I was beginning my journey at Disney. I actually in November I was having a hard time because I was doing the back and forth from Oxnard, and so that was very rough. And it took like a good like talking to some of my managers, and they were like, "You can do this." And, you know, five years later, I got my degree. I became a lead a year into my Disney career. Um, I mean, it was it was probably the most amazing five years ago. It was like half the year was a really good year. Half the year was a really rough year. But, yeah, five years ago, I had started Disney. And five years later, I'm still here. <laughs> um, okay. So, 2015, I actually, that was the year I graduated college. Um Wow, now that I think about it. Okay, so after I graduated college, I was studying for the LSAT, getting ready to go to take that and then go to law school um, because I wanted to be a lawyer. Uh, And what else was even going on? I was working at an insurance broker agency while I was studying for the LSAT. I mean, love the people there, um, but it was like the most boring job you could ever think to ever have. I was a cheer coach and a choreographer. I was a ballroom instructor. It, it was just, a, I, you could just tell based on how my life was ran, was like, I just didn't know where I really wanted to end up. Like, I knew at the time I wanted to do law, but at the same time, I was like, oh, I have all these creative interests. How does that even fit in with everything? Um, so it was just a very, very different Megan. And I'm happy she was there, but I'm happy to not be her anymore <laughs> completely. <laughs> Don't you love when you like go through those five-year moments and you're like, um, I'm so happy that experience happened there, yeah. not current. Um, but I mean, we grow from them. And people uh, are so quick to say how they look back on their time five years ago, six years ago, whatever, and they're like, wow, what a growth I've had. It's hard to like look forward to your future. Like you said, like you can't look forward until you look backwards. I think personally, you need to 
basically take what you happen what happened in the past and be proud of where you've come from absolutely i think that's the biggest thing the reason why we had the episode looking backwards um instead of forwards because i first of all i think it is great to always be chasing your future and your dreams and um looking forward in that sense but i really do think like you said you don't really know where you're going until you know where you've been and i think seeing um that growth especially when you have those days where you're just down on yourself and you're like what am i doing where am i going am i surrounding myself with the right people like i don't even know what i'm doing and i think that the fear of the unknown is what scares us all Mm -hmm. so i think if you're ever feeling like that anxious feeling of like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know where where this life is leading or anything like that like exactly what Brittany said look back to where you were even a year ago because i'm gonna tell you even a year ago oh, yeah so many things have changed so many things have changed a hundred percent different person mm-hmm. and and different people around me and and different things that i found important and i mean yeah we've said this multiple times 2020 may have been a shit show for um most of us most 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 of people but when I look back at it, like, I think 2020 was one of the biggest blessings I've ever been given. Oh, yeah. I, I think I've told you in the beginning, it's been a blessing because, like, I have never gotten to spend as much time as I have with my family. Like, I'm predominantly at my boyfriend's house going to work every day. And even um, I went and saw Dustin this past uh, weekend. And he's like, this must be such a change for you. I was like, yeah. And he's like, because you never had a day off. Like, you kept going to work. Like, I predominantly lived at work, as my mom and dad would say. So this year has been a year where I've been able to spend more time, go to every holiday, everyone's birthday I've actually gotten to be for, be there for. So, yeah. No, it's been a blessing in a weird, strange way. It's been a blessing to, to me. No, absolutely. It's exactly what you said. It's been a blessing. Um, Yes, time with family, of course. I mean, I live with my family, so I see my family a good amount of time already. But um, it was almost like getting to see my family in a different light, seeing the friends that I, you know, focused so much time on Mm -hmm. before 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, you, You kind of start realizing, like, who's there when it's not so convenient anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was a big thing for both of us with friendships this mm-hmm. year is realizing, okay, I'm not convenient for you anymore because one, we're not seeing each other every day at work mm-hmm. or, um, you know, you're not coming, we're not hanging out at Disneyland together mm-hmm. or we're not going to, you know, make plans for dinner or whatever. Like this really did open my eyes at least to, Oh yeah. I think, not only who I need to make important based on how they treat me and show me my value all the mm-hmm. time. Um, and this podcast. Yeah. Our baby. Our baby. <laughs> I don't think I would have done a podcast five years ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was always in my head I wanted to do something. Like, I used to blog, mm-hmm. but, like, I never thought I would do a podcast, personally. Yeah. Megan oh. had to convince me. I, I mean, I never thought I was going to do one. I, I remember this actually started because you wanted to do a podcast mm-hmm. about anxiety. Mm-hmm. And you 
you called me during the pandemic and asked if I would be a guest over the phone because that was when the quarantine had just been yeah. like set in place. Um, and I said yes, and then you lost the recording or it didn't come out it properly. Didn't, it didn't sound right. Like, you know when you – I mean, this takes a lot of editing, mm -hmm. but, like, doing the one I did before, it was really hard because I wasn't so used to editing. Yeah. So I had – the way Megan and I sounded on the phone, like, a good chunk of what she said, which was amazing stuff, <laughs> had never recorded. Like, it just skipped over it and went into, like, something else. And I was so mad because she had said so – Many great things. So I am so happy this year that we did ours because now it's out like I can't miss what she says because I'm currently sitting next to her. <laughs> All right. So now that we've looked back to where we were five years ago, um, let's look back at where we were three years ago. 2017. Thank you. Because I was literally thinking. I <laughs> um. I think it was at one of the peaks of my anxiety problems because three years ago I was, I loved my roommates because they were amazing and they put up with a lot for me. But it was always hard because I felt like I was missing out a lot because I was doing the back and forth. And then I was also dealing with um, more hours because uh, cast members weren't show, or leads hadn't shown up. So I would have to put in more hours and I was balancing everything and I think three years ago I was just in a very dark place and now looking back I see that I have gotten through those dark places so it's a lot easier for me now to get through my bad times because I know three years ago I wasn't in the best frame of mind but I mean three years ago Brittany was going through some stuff three years now, I feel a lot better about where I was. What about you? Where were you three years ago? Let's see. I'm trying to think. 2017. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> I was in law school. <laughs> um, I don't mean to laugh so hard at that. Um, no, I was in law school, but also working a medical job at the time. I was in a very abusive relationship. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I was lost, but I felt a little lost. I felt, uh, a little bit like I never knew where I stood with people, um, or where I stood with myself. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to be or who I wanted to be. And, and I didn't know how to fit the mold of what everyone else wanted me to be. And, uh, I think that I'm I think that's something that I very much grew out of even though it took me about uh, three more years after that to uh, <laughs> figure it out. Um but yeah. Do you think looking back that you what would you tell yourself you right now mm -hmm. tell yourself 5 years ago. Let's start there. Okay. Was there ever a point in those 5 the 5 years ago that you needed to hear something and would you be able to tell yourself that five years ago? Like if for me five years ago when my ex and I were breaking up, um, I wish I would, someone would have told me and I would tell myself that it's not the end, you know, like it's not the end of love. Cause that's, I wholeheartedly believe that the last time I saw that person, um, 
I wish someone would have told me. Because, yes, I found Sean. But in that moment, I felt so lost. And that I, I didn't believe in love the same way. I'll be real. And Sean and I have talked about it. The first year of our, like, the first couple months of our relationship, I really didn't think it would blossom into a five-year relationship. I didn't believe in love. It took me a lot of conversations with him, a lot of conversations with my parents, late night therapy sessions with my best friend to believe in love again. So like, I really wish I could tell myself then because maybe then I would have Sean, I would have, you know, went a lot faster than we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would tell myself to stop trying to fit the mold. Uh, because I think I killed myself for probably, now that I think about it, probably my whole life trying to be, um, what everyone else wanted me to be. So, um, I mean, I feel like, you know, I was myself for the most part. Um, I've always been pretty independent. I've always been confident in myself and things like that. But I do feel like there were times where... I let envy get the best of me. That's a good way of putting it. Um, so, I, you know, even if I had, you know, this great boyfriend or something at the time, I'd always be like, oh, but her boyfriend does this for her or her oh, boyfriend yeah. looks like this or whatever. And then and I just I don't know. I just feel like I was just always trying to be what I thought everyone else wanted. But then now when I look back the moments where I was completely myself and genuinely laughing and genuinely smiling and sharing my thoughts and my opinions, that was when people loved me a lot more. Mm -hmm. And that's when people wanted to be around me a lot more because that fake version, um, you can see through it. Like there's a reason that it's plastic. You're not showing your true colors. Oh, a hundred (laughs) percent. Plug. Um, yeah, so what would you tell yourself, let's do something a little closer, what would you tell yourself a year ago? Oh, sh- <laughs> um, enjoy the Boxer Boy concert. Uh, you did. <laughs> I did. Um, uh, I probably would tell myself that, so last year I was really into, like, getting married and mm-hmm. having kids really quick, and I'm not afraid of admitting it, but I think I would have told myself that I can't compare my relationship with Sean to my relationship with the other one. Yeah. I'm trying not to pl- like accidentally name dropping this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would probably tell myself that it's apples and oranges. Like they're two different relationships. You can't rush one because the other one didn't succeed because both of them have lasted five years. So for me, I'm trying to fit the mold and do the timetables the right way. Like obviously by our fifth year, we should be engaged. Like that's what I was thinking at the time. And I wish I would have told myself last year not to take um, that relationship and apply it to my relationship with Sean. And, you know, I've had conversations with him. I have had conversations with my therapist about it. It's it's hard, especially with people that have anxiety. Mm -hmm. You're anxiously awaiting the the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Uh, So I wish I would have told myself that, you know, don't rush this relationship because the other relationship was at that point when things ended and my dad also told me not to self-sabotage my relationship like I usually do um but yeah what about you what would you tell yourself two years ago 
2018? Yep. Okay. The the year we met. <laughs> I just want to plug that too. Um, I would honestly probably tell myself something that I'm still trying to do, which is um, be more open, period. Um, because I feel like, I feel like I do think that way a lot of the shoe, the other shoe's going to drop. Yeah. And, uh, so because of that, I don't really let myself open up to people too much. Um, I feel like with friends, it's a little different, but like I would say, like in relationships, I'm very, very tough nut to crack. Um, and I'm trying to be better at that because. I do believe that like love and life is a lot better when you have an open heart mm-hmm. to new things coming and new things going and mm-hmm. um, just like realizing we're all on this journey uh, of life and it's okay that it's not perfect. It's okay that it's bumpy. It's okay that you have five different directions you could go in and you chose the one to the right instead of the one to the left. Um, I think it's, that's the whole point of life is that it, things aren't going to be perfect. And mm-hmm. I think I needed to remind myself of that is that things are not going to be perfect. And especially in 2018. Yeah. I needed to tell myself just stop and enjoy it now because this moment is going to be a good old day at one point, And then you're going to look back and be like, wow, I wish I had realized that was a good old day. Yeah. I, I- I'm going to be with you. I agree with that 100%. I think in 2018, I was going through I had so many different things. I was graduating. I was, um, my best friend was moving away. Literally, Ashley and I have been together every day since third grade. We've done everything together. So when she left, it was so funny that literally, <laughs> like, four months later, I met Megan. So I was like, okay, it ended great. Everything happens for a reason. Right? (laughs) So, I've always wondered if I'm the only person, and I know other people have said it, but would you take anything, like anyone from your life at that point, like say five years, anyone from that point that you wish was here, like friends-wise? Like, so when I look back, I realize that I miss um, having certain friends in my life, but not necessarily like... They, you know, I always tell you, people are in your lives to teach you something. Yeah. You know, I need to reteach myself some lessons. So I wish that person was back in my life so I could reteach myself that lesson, you know? And I know for me, when I've talked to some of my friends, five years, a lot has changed. A lot can change. And in those five years, you want to learn more lessons. And every day is a teaching moment. So I really, I, I wonder if you are the same way I am. I wish I could take some of those friends that taught me the best lessons and bring them now so they can reapply them. So I somewhat disagree, and this is why. So I don't think that you miss or need those friends to come back. Mm. I think that you need those lessons to come back. Mm -hmm. But that's not necessarily meaning that you need to put yourself through relearning them. You just need to remind yourself of them. Yeah. So... I think that's a better way of interpreting what I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you more so than the way I had originally said it. Um, I think it's more so I want to – I need to remind myself of those lessons. Yeah, and, and you, I say this all the time, and everyone in my family gets annoyed by it too, but I really do honestly believe that God brings people into our lives mm-hmm. at certain times, certain ages, certain mental places that we're yeah. at. Um 
And I do believe that the entire our entire life here on Earth is a bunch of rooms that we're passing through, mm-hmm. and it's hard. But there are rooms that you're going to move on to that some people are meant to stay left behind in the last yeah. room. Um, and I think that that's very hard. I think sometimes we grab on for dear life onto their hand and pull them into the next room with us, mm-hmm. even though they're begging to stay back. <laughs> um, and so I think that, um, I, like I said, I think that these lessons, I, like, for instance, what happened to you five years ago with that relationship? Yeah. I don't think that you are meant to oh. go through that again and feel that okay. pain and have that heartbreak. I don't. But I do think where you were at five years ago, it needed to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally – I agree with you in that sense. I think that I had to learn what it was to have your heart broken. And it sounds really bad when people say, you know, I I wish I never had my heart broken. But I think you do because at the end of the day, you never want to feel that feeling again. So in order to learn from those past lessons or those past doors um, – you want to you want to experience all the pain you can before the good stuff happens. I think is the best way I can think of it. Yeah, and I mean, you you're going to feel pain. This is this is life. I mean, sorry kids, like <laughs> it's not perfect all the time. It is going to hurt. It's going to hurt like hell. But at the same time, it's those hurt moments that actually make it so much better because think about it, without any pain or suffering, like there would be no room for grace or empathy or love or mm-hmm. it, and it wouldn't make all of those good things just feel so strongly mm-hmm. in your heart. Because think about it when you get hurt, is that feeling, have you ever felt that feeling stronger than you have when you were feeling loved? Can you re say that question? Yes. Cause I was I trying can. to understand it in my head. <laughs> think about a time that you felt hurt mm-hmm. And now think about a time that you felt love. Mm-hmm. Which one felt stronger? I don't know if this is the right answer, but <laughs> love felt the strongest. Because, like, as much as that pain, it was like, um, I'm trying to think of the best analogy, but it's like um, you get stung by a bee. Mm-hmm. The pain only lasts for so long. And um, it's like getting the best hug. That love that you've gotten from that hug, uh, it, it's it's way better than any small little pain or small pain i was trying to think what i wanted to say as i was saying you just gave a great analogy for it because the the thing that i was thinking of the analogy i was thinking of is when you're a kid and you fall and you scrape your knee and you're crying and crying and you're like oh this pain is never gonna go away mm-hmm. and then your mom comes out and she cleans up the wound and she puts a band-aid on it mm-hmm. and she sits there hugging you those tears just go away and that love lasts so much longer than those that minute or two minutes that you were crying because mm-hmm. of the skin knee. So that's what I gotta say. Life, unfortunately, there's a lot of skin knees. There's a lot of bruises, oh a lot of bumps. But that hug mm-hmm. and that love lasts so much longer. Oh yeah, well, I like that. I'm gonna use that now. <laughs> I'm gonna tell it to my cousin every time she tells me she's hurting. It's just a bruised knee. Just a skin knee. You'll be fine. And I think like that's really real when you were talking about heartbreak. And I'm not even thinking about for myself right now. I'm thinking about like my littlest sister. I remember when she got broken up with in high school. 
And I remember her that night, like so vividly, just crying her eyes out and saying, mm. I really loved him and I really liked him and and I don't deserve this. And mm. I, I'm the good girl. Like I do everything I'm supposed to do. Like why am I not getting what I deserve? Yeah. I don't know if this relationship is it, but now she is in a very committed relationship. I think they're about to hit their year. Brittany so knows. Cute. That, yeah, they're adorable. Oh. And you know what? He treats her right. And the thing is, is that that moment of her crying lasted, what, an hour at the most? And, like, now you're celebrating a year with this next person. So mm. it's like that love lasts so much longer. That pain is meant to just be fleeting. It's not meant to stay. I think you missed your calling as a therapist. <laughs> Because I'm going to be real, like, sitting here listening to Megan talk is relaxing me. Because she, honestly, we could tell you all the personal experiences, but the advice that you get from it and the impact that we can share is a blessing. Like, I I mean, Megan's experiences are not mirroring my experiences, but we use each other's experiences to grow grow from all these different hurts and stuff. I think it's the best way I can put it. I don't know. I mean, I I hope people understand that when we give advice on here, it's not because we are all knowing. It is not because we are we have lived this easy breezy life. Oh, God. Um, honestly, the honest truth is that we went through such horrible situations, and we are trying to just help you avoid those situations if you have not already been there. If you have already been there, hopefully this just provides comfort that you're not the only one. I hate being <laughs> the only one to deal with shit. <laughs> um, and I think like that's kind of also something that's coming into season two a little bit too about how we want to run it. Like I'm sure you guys have already noticed we're cussing a little bit, not a lot. But I think we realized that the podcast is called True Colors, and we were holding back a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, not all the time. Trust me, we name dropped on here. We No, we did not name drop. <laughs> Brittany name dropped. <laughs> I think I got a text from one of my exes, Zach. He was laughing because he listened, and he's like, Brittany, you said my name like three times on one episode. I was like, but they were all good things, though. Yeah. But... Like, that's just it. So we want we want the show, the, the title, to reflect what the show actually is. So, I mean, that's... We, we want to be as real with you guys because we, we want you to be real with us, too, when you're writing in and you're giving us feedback and, you know, you're talking about your stories. We want you to understand we are completely just letting you guys see everything with us. And um, we want you to feel that comfort too yeah to preview a future episode Mm -hmm. just to have a little snippet where do you see yourself in a year let's just start really easily i know i see myself going to disney world next year um (laughs) but something i really wanted to do this year that obviously i couldn't do because um of covid but i was actually planning a lot of trips this year i was supposed to go to texas in june or july to visit my best friend slash brother. He was getting married, and I was really looking forward to it because um, I had never been to Texas. Uh, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. 
But I did get to go to Arizona for the first time. And I was telling Megan, this is my first trip solo driving out of state. So, you know, bucket list there. But, um, but yeah, I know next year I really want to travel. Like, if COVID is lightened, um, I do want to travel a lot more. Like, I've always wanted to travel. That's something you and I have had in common. I mean, you're more daredevil than I am, but, <laughs> you know, my bucket list is very short and or very easy things. Megan's like, oh, we're going to jump off of this. <laughs> we're going to do this. It's always a jump off something. And I, that's not a joke. I want to go jump off the bridge to nowhere um, in Azusa. That's a bungee jump. I want to skydive. I do want to skydive. I'm uh, so down. <laughs> um, I want to skydive. Uh, honestly, probably a lot more bungee jumping places that I want to find. Um, I would like to do some cliff jumping. Um, I think that that would be fun. But I think, you know, I said this to someone on a date the other night as I told him, I was like, look, I feel like just like what I said, I said that I've lived life for everyone else yep. most of my life. And this year I told myself that, of course, I'm still going to be there for people. I'm still going to give 150% to my friendships but and my family. But I want to start living life without fear. And I'm not saying doing stuff so that I can go get myself killed or whatever. You know, like that whole YOLO thing that was a big thing a couple oh years ago. God. That's so dumb, people. Like, get over that. Um, it's not even that. It's just I don't want to live life scared anymore. I want to I want to enjoy life. I don't know. I just, I want the right people to be enjoying it with. I don't want to ever feel like I'm forcing myself into someone's life. So next year, I don't want to be living life scared. And I want to try and be living it as happy as possible. Which I think is what our goal is for life as well. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. Ugh. And it's actually going to lead into the quote. So you'll understand it more once I give the quote. Okay. Um, not where do you want to be. When in 10 years, what do you want to be in 10 years? A mom. I want to be a mom. In 10 years, I want to be a mom. I want to be a mom and a wife. What's 10 years from now? 2030? Mm -hmm. I want to be a wife and a mom. I want to be on my second kid. Because uh, I'll be 38. No, I wouldn't be done with kids. But I want to be a mom. That's... It sounds bad. Like, I have always, my family's always said I was a mom before I was supposed to be. Like, I took care of my siblings. I took care of my cousins. I want to be a mom. I've always wanted to be a mom. I would have loved to be a mom now, but it's okay. Ten years from now, I will be a mom. Okay. What about you? Where do you, where do you, what will you be in ten years? Okay, so mine's a little different because, of course, I want to be a mom and a wife and all of that, too. But when I look to where I want to be in 10 years, what I want to be is I want to be happy. I be a <laughs> no, I want to be happy. And it's not that I'm not happy now. I'm actually happier probably than I've ever been in my whole life right now. Um, because I'm living life more open and with my true colors. <laughs> Plug. Plug. Um... But yeah, I want to be happy, and I'm hoping that happiness includes a wonderful husband that supports me, purpose-driven career that I'm passionate about, 
uh, beautiful children that drive me nuts, but I love them anyway. <laughs> and I think that that's true happiness. So that's Showing what I want. True colors, <laughs> true happiness. I love it. All right, all right. So yes, okay. we are going to be doing a shout out, and this person is basically a part of our podcast family now, officially as of today. Yes. So Brittany, go ahead and give the shout out. Okay, so the shout goes to Vanessa W Designs. It's her Instagram. Um, you can also view Vanessa W Designs.com and that is gonna be her portfolio. But yeah, so this is good. that is our shout out of the week. And keep an eye on our Instagram because we are going to make a post about her so that you guys can officially welcome her into the True Colors family. <laughs> um, so we're actually going to do the Wheel of Ideas. Woo-hoo-hoo. Okay, so I'm going to have Megan hold. Yes. So let me turn this. The microphone. Okay. Okay, so. Spinning. <laughs> I love that sound. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm so excited for this one. This isn't actually what I wanted to do. We are going to be talking about next week, Marvel, which I think we are both very excited, but I think Brittany is just a tad more excited. Um, But I'm assuming we're going to be talking about everything Marvel, our favorite Marvel characters, favorite Marvel movies. We're going to talk about the the timeline, where everyone fits Mm -hmm. in. I loved Marvel movies because this is where my boyfriend and I are, like, divided but together. So our, like, male percentage of viewers went up at the end of last season. But I bet after this episode it's going to go up way more. (laughs) So Megan is going to do our quote of the week. And this is how we're going to be ending every podcast from now on. um, Because we've always read a quote at the end. But, um... We think it's good for us to just read it now and you guys just kind of let it sink in and you can evaluate what you think and then maybe that could be what you guys write into us about. Yeah, I actually have a square for you guys on the surveys now. Um, it will be your perception of the quote of the week and we will actually be reading some of those at the beginning of the show. Um, that way, you know. We want your opinions about these quotes because we have our opinions and we will share them at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, Megan. So, this quote is from a crush of mine, Matthew McConaughey. Oh. Um, he gave an amazing speech at an award show a few years ago. And this is one of the quotes from it that I have always pulled from it. And I really close and dear to my heart. And I think Brittany's going to feel the same way once she hears it. Oh, God. So, here we go. Every day, every week. Every month and every year of my life, my hero is always 10 years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that just keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. Drop the mic. Don't don't really. I'm not dropping these nice words. (laughs) So we are so excited for season two. Yes. We're excited for episode two. Episode one is in the books. Yes. Keep an eye out for the TikTok, the vlog, the YouTube channel, all of the above. Um, the Instagram will continue growing. Thank you to Vanessa. Our website's going to grow. Mm-hmm. So 
we're just hoping you guys want to keep on riding this ride with us. All links will be posted. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be shared from our both our individual Instagrams as well as our um, True Colors one. So mm-hmm. as Megan said, keep looking out and keep showing those true colors.